Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen, TGIF, and welcome to G's Power Hour. I've never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And so, you know, we all are trying to enjoy a little bit of what the summer has to offer uh, without so much of the heat. So I, I pray everybody is trying to stay as cool as possible. But, you know, we're going places, we're doing things, and we're enjoying food, and sometimes we're enjoying a little bit too much food or a little bit too much of the food we maybe not should not have. You know, and, and, and then on top of that, are we being a little lazier, you know, not, not sticking to routines, you know, exercise-wise? Whatever. We're going to try to look into, you know, how we manage all of this, especially if we're on vacation. And the Diet Diva is back with us. Tara Collingwood, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I am, you know, I, I you know, done a little bit more, I guess, what I would call white traveling in the sense that it's like a, a vacation or overnight thing. Um, I've done a little bit more of that uh, this year for various reasons, some pleasure, some, you know, other things. And so, you know, you kind of get off diet, uh, so to speak, uh, if you, you know, if you're with family and you're in a different location, you're eating kind of what they're eating. If, you know, the restaurants are a little bit different, you're eating different stuff, you know, than you would normally probably select. And sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's questionable. So (laughs) can you give us some insight in terms of hell, what am I supposed to actually be doing while I'm not doing my regular uh, supposedly healthy routine? Yeah, you know, it's, um, I mean, vacation is always a, a good time to relax, and routine is the is the right word that we get out of our routine, and so, you know, maybe that normal healthy breakfast that you have every morning during your normal, you know, day-to-day routine is off, and all of a sudden now you're eating out, or you're missing breakfast, or, you know, um, and then, you know, same thing with the other meals. And, of course, we use it as an excuse to say, oh, you know, I'm on vacation. And so, you know, some of those higher calorie foods come in, which is fine. You know, I mean, that's what vacation is for. But um, I think it just depends on, you know, kind of how long this goes on. You know, how long is that vacation? So, like you said, if it's an overnight, if it's, you know, one day, two days, you know, not a big deal. 
But if it's a two-week, you know, cruise and all-you-can-eat buffet <laughs> every meal, then that becomes a problem. So I think you have to look yep. at sort of the, you know, the how long is this going on? And then, um, you know, how are there certain meals that I can say, eh, you know what, I'm just going to be more disciplined. I'm just going to have my, you know, yogurt for breakfast. And then, you know, because I know that tonight I'm going to be, you know, having drinks and, you know, higher calorie food. And so trying to balance it out that way by meal is, is a good idea too. You know, for example, a couple of years ago, uh, maybe three years ago, uh, my husband and I went to, we, we try to go away for, for maybe a long weekend for our anniversary. So, uh, yeah. and he knows I love the beach. So we try to go somewhere on or near the beach. So, we went to Anna Maria Island, which I haven't heard anybody talk badly about that place at all, ever. But so we, we had been trying to get there, finally got there, and it was lovely. So we did try different restaurants. You know, like I, I tried to say, okay, I'm balancing this out because, you know, even though I'm eating differently and I'm trying maybe a little bit more rest, uh, rich foods because there was like a nice little uh, local French-style restaurant down the street, you know, I, I couldn't resist. You know, but I'm like, okay, we're walking there. It's down the street from the place where we're staying. So we're walking there and then I'm going to go into the pool later. I'm going to go into the beach, but it just didn't seem to balance itself out because I can't. No, <laughs> I no. Can't. <laughs> so tell me, you know, what should I have been doing? Should I have like just avoided the French restaurant uh, it's, it's hard to do healthy at a French restaurant. Um, and then there were other places, and I personally don't like to do the chains if I don't have to because I can get that at home. I'd like to right, try yeah, that's kind of my local rule. cuisine. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So. Don't eat at the chain restaurant when you're out of town because, you know, yeah, yeah it's always nice to, to try the local stuff. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you had a, a lot of the right ideas is let's get more activity. So, you know, by walking to or from the restaurant or both and then, you know, getting in the pool and doing some exercise and, and that kind of thing, you know, that can help balance it out. Um, but, you know, yeah, <laughs> those calories are hard to completely balance out with exercise depending on you know, how it goes. So the other thing that you can do too is I know I'm going on vacation three weeks from now. And so mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, be a little bit more disciplined before and after so that you can, you know, again, not blow it out during the vacation, but, you know, trying to balance it out a little bit before and after that vacation as well. So you're working a little harder, being a little bit more, you know, diligent about things um, so that you can balance that out. And when I'm working with clients who are on a, like a weight loss type plan, my expectation during vacations or holidays is always, let's just maintain, <laughs> you know, I don't expect mm -hmm. loss during those days or week or whatever of, you know, vacation and holiday. But if you can just try to maintain and not gain, mm -hmm. then when we get back from you know, the vacation holiday, then we can kind of hit it hard again. So it, you know, it allows you to just sort of have that little bit of freedom, but again, not going hog wild crazy 
um, over that time. Yeah. It's like you were talking about holidays, like Thanksgiving, I, I know that's the one time of year I'm giving into the gravy. Okay. Of course. I just you know, I live for the gravy on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, usually what I do try to do, and maybe I, I hadn't thought about this with vacation, is you know usually I try to pull back, and maybe if I'm working on weight loss anyway, is to maybe work a little harder so, so, beforehand. Um, and it does usually seem to help. I, I have managed at least the last few Thanksgivings um, not to gain weight, you know, over the, the Thanksgiving Christmas holiday. So yeah. that has been good. Well, and Thanksgiving yeah. is one day, you know. You're not, yeah. I mean, it's one day. So it, Thanksgiving day isn't as much the problem, believe it or not, even, I mean, and really it's one meal, you know. Like mm-hmm. we're not yeah. going to gain 10 pounds well, from one be. meal. It's, it should the, be. Right, it's the problem of <laughs> the uh of the leftovers and then it opens up the holiday season when then you know you've got Mm -hmm. extra treats lying around and extra parties and extra drinks and extra everything right and so you know thanksgiving day thanksgiving meal isn't really the problem have your gravy have at it but it's the whole season but we're still a ways away from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're still in this uh, nice hot July season. <laughs> right. And there's a, t- there's a temptation also to say, well, am I not, because it's so hot, am I not sweating off the pounds? Come on. <laughs> the heat needs to be good for something, right? <laughs> I know. I wish. I wish. Yeah, it's just water yeah. weight that comes right back on. Unless your heart rate is getting up, then you're burning calories, but just sweating Mm. alone. So, you know, when I see people in those, like, heavy sweatsuits and stuff like that, I'm like, you're not losing any more weight, and you're actually putting yourself at a lot of danger. So, you know, we Mm. it is very dangerous to exercise outside in this heat, so we have to be careful during the summer. You know, it's like we hibernate in, in Florida in the summertime, mm. like the, the northerners hibernate in the wintertime. Um, mm, so, you know, you yeah. have to kind of be careful from a safety perspective of exercising, you know, try to stay indoors more or like you were doing, you know, with the water, um, trying to do some water exercise. Yeah. Yeah. So now, but, you know, we, we are outside more, um, because not only are we, you know, doing the vacation, but with the additional rain, some of us are doing a little bit, or, or just because, um, you know, it's kind of nice in the morning. Sometimes we're out there doing the gardening and the yard work and everything like that, which is kind of good in a way you can't overdo it because of the heat. But how do you prepare, whether it's going outside in the yard or whether it's going outside and going away on vacation? Some people are doing the theme parks. How do you prepare your body to withstand some of the extra uh, taxing that the heat you know, brings on, you know, and then, you know, doing the weird food on top of it. <laughs> right. Well, and that's in, in, you know, it's funny that that food can be absolutely related um, when it comes to heat illness. So, you know, in terms of preparing your body, part of it is acclimation. So, of course, when we live in Florida and we live in this hot, humid Um, environment we're kind of used to it more whereas some of those people you know that come and visit the theme parks and 
um, you know, come and exercise outside are at a little bit of a disadvantage because their body isn't acclimated to it. Um, so just living here <laughs> acclimates us. Um, but, you know, definitely if you know that you're going to be in that heat, you know, hydration is going to be key. And so, you know, and, and not just with water, you know, if you are um, sweating quite a bit, you might want to think about some of the electrolytes replacements. So I know liquid IV is really popular right now, and you can find that everywhere. Um, you know, some of the noon tablets or, um, you know, there's different brands of electrolyte tablets that you can put into a water bottle to help to replace some of those electrolytes that you're losing. And then, of course, you know, eating bananas and, you know, potassium-rich foods, fruits and vegetables, all that kind of stuff can help as well. Um, and then, you know, in terms of of the food, you know, sometimes some of that high fat, um, you know, greasy, <laughs> creamy stuff can, can aggravate your stomach and cause a little bit of, um, of like nausea and, you know, and if you do get sick from that, then that, you know, dehydrates you even more. And so you do want to be careful of, you know, maybe some of the rich foods, some of the fried foods during those times when you're going to be outside so that you're not contributing to, you know, feelings of nausea and then you're not wanting to drink and hydrate and, and all of that. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's hard. It, it really is. I mean, you don't have to go away to necessarily uh, mess up your routine. You know, I mean, you kind of develop a whole different routine when the weather is the way it is, when, you know, between uh, spring, summer, and fall, because you have more outdoor activities available. They plan these things. You have these these festivals and fiestas and art shows and, you know, the yep. farmer's markets and, you know, all of it, that type of stuff. And, you know, and I love all of that stuff. But, you know, it's, and, and then they, you know, you got samples of all types of things, you know, or, oh, that looks good, of course, because they present it where it's supposed to look good. And you end up half the time uh, buy, buying, eating, or taking home a lot of stuff that you you really shouldn't. I think in just not just with food, but just with a lot of stuff, but with food too, we have gotten to the point where we do a lot of impulse buying. Um, mm. And, I, and I'm, I'm seeing it more and more. So, we, you know, we don't necessarily take a beat to say, uh, maybe not, you know, or, or you know, if I'm going to get this, then what am I going to sacrifice later? to compensate, yeah. you know. So. Well, and I, and I like where you're going with that because, you know, one of the things that I work with people on is it's not just about the waistline. So when we think about food, you know, I don't want to just think about it like, oh, these are calories and this is going to make me gain weight. But, you know, think about how it's going to make you feel mentally and physically and emotionally and, you know, all of that. So if you have this huge, 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 you know, meal or greasy meal or, you know, huge ice cream sundae or something, like how are you going to feel for the next few hours? If you're going to mm -hmm. have a stomach ache, if you're going to get a headache from it, if you're going to feel lethargic or if you're just going to feel guilty, 
you know, that's not mm-hmm. going to be good energy. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to enjoy the theme park or the, you know, people you're visiting if you're on vacation or, you know, things like that. And so if you want to feel at your best when, you know, you're actually on vacation um, and have your best energy and be able to want to go do that zip line in Puerto Rico or wherever, you know, wherever <laughs> you are, you know, on vacation, then, you know, fueling yourself with the right kinds of foods actually can, you know, impact what kind of activities you're going to want to do. And if you're, you know, feeling all lethargic and sick, you're going to want to sit in the hotel room and that's no vacation. (laughs) So, you know, just thinking about how is this going to impact me and my relationships and how I'm interacting and what I'm going to be motivated to do, you know, that helps too with making those food decisions. So, so help with this. You, you brought up a good point, and I thought about one of like he absolutely will not eat pasta because of the way he says it makes him feel later. Hmm. Um, you know, in terms of being, I guess, sluggish or uh, I was going to say lethargic or or whatever. He just won't. He won't do pasta. I don't, and I haven't really questioned him in terms of how he made the correlation, but yeah. How how do we make those correlations? I'm guessing that there's a timeline between, you know, what we eat, certain foods, and how they metabolize or are supposed to metabolize in our system and the reaction. Yep. For example, alcohol, we know there's a, a reaction with alcohol. There's a reaction with sugar and all that type of stuff. How do we monitor that? That seems a little for some. I know I'm going to hear, oh, God, that's labor-intensive. But <laughs> tell us, <laughs> you know, I mean, and I, I, but we have to start somewhere. So I, I guess give us yep. some, some keys to that. Yeah, so that's a very good question. And that's, you know, that's exactly what I'm getting at is that it's not just about the calories and the waistline, but, you know, I'm not going to have pasta, for example, your cousin, because I've learned that every time I have pasta, it makes me feel whatever it is that it makes him feel. For some people, it could be a stomach ache. For some people, it could just be lethargic. For some people, it could be, you know, gastric reflux or whatever. And so, you know, I don't like that feeling. And the pasta isn't worth that feeling. And so, you know, one of the things you can do is keep a food record. And, you know, like you said, oh, it's going to be labor intensive. Yeah, it is. But if the feelings of discomfort, whatever symptom it is that you're talking about, is bad enough (laughs) that you're like, I don't like this, but I don't know what's causing it, then keeping a food record. And, and, And keeping a food record of, like, specific so again, this isn't about counting calories and fat and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, but it's more about, okay, this is the meal I had. This is how I felt physically. Mm-hmm. This is how I felt emotionally. This is how, you know, I felt mentally. I wasn't able to focus. I was, you know, head in the clouds, you know, that kind of thing. And every time you have those symptoms, you know, highlight that symptom and then look back at what you ate. And you're right, you know, it's, you know, usually it's a pretty quick response, like within three, four hours um, of how you're going to feel from eating that particular food. But we know that food sensitivities, um, which are different than allergies, 
but food sensitivities are things that can contribute to, let's say, you know, some gastrointestinal things, but also, you know, eczema or um, migraine headaches or things like that. But the, and those can can be, you know, 24 hours later. Um, and like you mentioned, the alcohol, you know, we know that the effects of alcohol are great in the first couple hours, but then um, they can disrupt sleep and the next morning you can feel like crap and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So you know that so there can be lasting tends, effects. So alcohol tends to have, I guess I could say a rather strong impact in the sense that alcohol you kind of recognize either more immediately or uh, it, it has a, a more, I guess you could say, dominant reaction um, or, uh-huh. or something like that. You, you notice it. Um, so, you know, it's almost no question I had a drink and then now I'm, you know, I, I'm impaired in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Uh, but, right, right. But, well, and the, the, yeah, that, that heady feeling, the kind of drunk feeling, definitely you feel right away. But a lot of people don't realize that it disrupts sleep. And so, you know, now they're like, oh, boy, I never put two and two together that I wake up, you know, eyes wide open at 2 a.m. every time I've had a drink. Or if you have, you know, a tracker, like I have a, you know, a tracker that mine's a Garmin, but, you know, there can be, you know, the Fitbit, the Whoop, the, you know, there's tons of different trackers you can use now or a ring, you know, all that. And, And so you can look at the quality of your sleep. And darn, if every time, you know, I drink, I look at my quality of sleep the next day and I'm like, oh, it is ridiculous how much it really mm. can affect that quality of sleep. And you don't realize that when you wake up the next morning can have smaller, more, you know, more subtle effects that day than when you've had crap sleep. And, you know, now, now this effect of that one or two drinks or three or four drinks for some people might, you know, compound into an effect with, you know, lasting 24 hours because it not only affected your body, you know, in that moment, but it was, you know, the, the lack of sleep and then the da 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 And now, you know, it's affecting lots of things, which then the lack of sleep can affect your food choices the next day because you're tired. And so now you have extra coffee or you want more sugar or you, you know, so you can see yeah. how this can compound. And we throw a lot of that stuff out of whack anyway when we're on vacation because it's like, oh, I don't yep. have to set the alarm. Oh, I don't have to get up in the morning. So, uh, oh, I can sleep late and, oh, I don't have to eat breakfast at a certain time, you know. And so yep. we kind of self-sabotage. I'm sorry. We kind of self-sabotage right at the beginning, um, yep. <laughs> you know. And and then so and then on top of that, oh, you know, we're gonna go out, we, you know, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna stay up late, and then yeah, we're gonna have a, you know, a couple of drinks because you know maybe I'm at the hotel and I'm not driving or something like that. So right, it it it, it, it kind of mounts, you know. 
Yeah. And so, well, then you yeah. get back from your vacation thinking, oh, I should be nice and well rested. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, you're exhausted um, from yeah. all of those We things. usually, <laughs> we've we started taking like an extra day when we come back. Yeah. Now, we don't, we yeah. don't, don't butt it right up to work hardly anymore. You know, it's like, okay, uh, if we're coming back, um, if we are going to work the next day, then you come back early. You don't like push the vacation until the very last minute. And then try yeah, to come back smart. and get a good night's sleep to, you know, to go to work the next day. Because then, then yep. you, you, you got your, your head and your hands on your desk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And your colleagues are like, hey, you just came back from vacation. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm resting from my vacation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we passed our break. We're going to take a, a quick one. We are here with uh, Tara Collingwood, our, the Diet Diva. We are talking about trying to manage, you know, the the habits, the the good habits. Um, and while you might be indulging with some bad habits while you're on vacation or having time off. If, uh, not taking questions today, but if you do have questions, you know, hit me up on the D's Power Hour Facebook page. Leave me a message, and I'll uh, relay them to Tara, you know, in another time, and we may catch up next month. Uh, but this is D's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment, and we will be right back. Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty, everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years. Having a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar, or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast. Let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. Good morning. Welcome back to G's Power Hour. I've never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Happy Friday here with Tara Collingwood. We are talking about vacation and diet and, and how you, um, I guess, kind of manage the two. Or, or let's, let's not, I guess I've got to get away from calling it diet, but let's just talk about your health plan, your health and wellness plan. Let's, let's talk, let's put it in that category. Because uh, I think people are, are just kind of averse to the word diet in some cases. Tara? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. um, you know, the yeah, sorry. Um, so I'm okay. on vacation right now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm glad you reminded me that we were doing this because I think I would have forgotten <laughs> about, about our interview today. I you know. know I, part of me was like. Goes. <laughs> but yeah, because part of me was like, I, yeah, I, I think because also too, you know, there's a, a slight time difference too. So part of me was like, mm, yeah, go ahead and just kind of say, hey, you know. 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm so glad you did. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, you were talking about the word diet. And, um, you know, it's, it is, I always like to tell people, yeah, it's a lifestyle. I mean, diet, the word diet just means what we eat. But it's, mm-hmm. you know, throughout culture has been sort of got this connotation of weight loss. Um, but diet, you know, really does mean just sort of, you know, what we eat and, and our lifestyle um, mm-hmm. within that. And, you know, so when we think about, you know, vacation and those times that we want to, you know, maybe kick back and relax a little bit, you know, as we've said, it's a good idea to, you know, to, yeah, enjoy. But you don't want to undo, you know, days and weeks and months of good that you've maybe done Mm -hmm. with, um, you know, with potentially, you know, just a few days of, um, you know, of really going crazy and and you can really undo you know weeks and months of work with just a couple of days of uh of of too much indulgence and you know as we were saying when you have that too much indulgence you don't feel good and then you're not going to enjoy your vacation and so it's that balance of you know i want to have a few things that i want to enjoy but you know not have it be you know something crazy where it's really going to cause me to you know, not have that energy I want to do the activities I want on that vacation. So I, I came across a few articles that um, I was posting on the G's Power Hour Facebook page when, you know, we were thinking about um, doing this. Um, WebMD has, like, a few tips about, uh, you know, nine ways to take your diet on vacation. Um, uh-huh. you know, now some I agree with some, not so much, but, um, <laughs> uh, w- one of the things that they said, which you, you kind of should be doing anyway, or, or watching it is, um, downsize your portions. Now I know that, uh, my husband and I, uh, even when we're not on vacation, but, uh, some, a lot of times when we're on vacation, if we go out, we do tend to bring some of it back to the hotel and put it in the refrigerator, which is good uh-huh. because if, you, if the next day or something like that, if you decide, okay, I don't really feel like going out or you need something for lunch or whatever, uh, then you can say, oh, well, you know, I've got these leftovers and you've made two meals out of one, you know, so yep. so it, it, it saves in terms of cost and calories in that yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the problem a lot of times with hotel is, you know, there's no way to warm it up and, you know, if you don't have a microwave in the room and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, there are some logistics involved, but I absolutely love that tip of its portion, you know, and I've been saying this until I'm blue in the face. It's not necessarily the what, it's the how much. I mean, we could all do better with the what, but it's the how much. So if you want to have some French fries or some ice cream or some dessert or some drinks, you know, on vacation, then great. But Think about, you know, splitting it or, you know, so if you're there with your husband or if you're there with, you know, family members and go, okay, not all of us need to order fries. (laughs) Why don't we split and order a fries, you know, between all of us? And do we really need that appetizer? Because the portion sizes are going to be so big with the, with the meals. Do we really need an appetizer? Um, You know, if you're going to have those alcoholic drinks, have a drink and then have a glass of water in between before you automatically order that next drink. Um, so mm-hmm. that you're, you know, slowing yourself down a little bit. You know, dessert obviously is a good one to to share. 
you know, bring one dessert and six spoons. <laughs> and yeah, I have a good, hard time with sharing dessert. I'm, <laughs> I need to learn to do that. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah. I and the the thing is, is that uh, these are some of these practices we can actually use when we get back home too. Oh, of course. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's you know that's just key all the time. Is you know our portions in in America have gotten so big, and mm-hmm. so it's finding that way to you know to say okay, you know how can we still enjoy but not have you know too much at one time? And so sharing, asking for that box right away, even if you don't plan on you know like you're you're staying in that hotel and you're like. We don't have a way to warm this up. We're probably not going to eat this, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask for a box right away when Mm -hmm. the food is put down so that I can put some in this box and not sit here and continue to pick at it and continue to eat too much, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I I say this all the time, you know, oh, well, that's wasteful. You're going to throw food away. Well, would you rather it go in the waste basket or would you rather it go around your waist? Waste so, you know, when you're on vacation, <laughs> it's, yeah, when you're on vacation, you know, it's hard to save that food. Like you said, you save money, you save calories when you can save it and eat it the next day. But, you know, if you don't have a way to warm it back up, it's okay to throw it away. It's okay to throw away food. I know your mother and grandmothers, you know, out there might be <laughs> arguing, we got to, you know, eat everything. But, you know, that whole clean your plate philosophy has got to mm-hmm. go out the window because the portions that were served are just too big. And so, you know, giving yourself permission to say it's okay to throw away some of these French fries, especially, you know, some of those kinds of things. It's like, yeah, they gave us way too much. Mm. I'm just going to, you know, deliberately throw some of these away, and it's okay. You, you are hurting me so bad right now, but <laughs> but I do, my thing is though I I am kind of uh, conscientious about trying to uh, get a hotel room that has uh, usually has a refrigerator and microwave because yeah I yeah. mean I, I I am like that in terms of you know not wanting to throw away food and 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 just kind of trying to savor the vacation as as we go so. But one of the things that I have started trying to do when I go out, and especially it's a good idea, I I think, uh, when you're on vacation, if you are exerting yourself so much, one of the, the good things that I think you and I have maybe talked about it is just having that glass of water at the restaurant where you're going. Yep. You know, make sure if they don't offer it, ask for the glass of water. Um, my problem has been – um, and I, I think you helped me rethink this a little bit. My problem has been, oh, I don't want water because, you know, it's just going to eliminate the taste of the meal and everything, you know, and I just want to kind of savor that that flavor. But what I started doing is drinking as much of the water as possible ahead of time because that mm-hmm. does two things. That makes me eat less, one. Yep. Um, and, and ensures that I'm getting hydrated. But also, um, if I don't drink any more water the rest of the meal and I'm I'm still savoring my flavor, that's fine. <laughs> you know? so, yeah. 
Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. And, you know, I mean, volume in your is volume in your stomach. And so if mm-hmm. there's some water, I mean, it gets absorbed pretty quickly. So, you know, you're not yeah. going to drink a whole glass of water and be like, oh, I'm not ready. I don't need any of my meal now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it can help to, one, keep you hydrated, to your point. And it's good for digestion to have some liquid with our food. You know, again, yeah. it doesn't have to be right when you're eating it, to your point. Um, but if you have some right before, you know, and then maybe at the end of the meal, drink a little bit more water to kind of, you know, get get that digestion um, as well. That's fine. Um, but, you know, yeah, any any volume that you can, you know, have in the stomach can, can help with with feelings of a little bit more fullness. And, and keeping you from eating all of that free bread that they like to offer you ahead of time, too. Ah, yeah. yes, that's the problem. <laughs> and you know what? It's okay to say, don't bring the bread basket. Don't bring the tortilla chip basket. <laughs> that's I know it's painful. True. Those are painful words. Very yes. painful words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you're right. You know, you, you, you know, you don't, you, I, I think the tendency is um, between the, you know, everything that they're bringing out. And then also if you do still go to buffets and stuff, I think the tendency for most of us right now is I'm paying for it. I want to get the most bang for my buck, you know, so if it's there, I'm going to eat it, you know, mm-hmm. and I think we have right. to kind of get away from that mentality that, you know, um, you know, just not, it's, it's more about the quality of the meal versus the quantity of exactly. the meal. So, so exactly. you paid for, you should have been paying for a quality meal and not just how much food you can stuff in your mouth. Yep, exactly. And that's where the bread basket, you know, can come in. I mean, sometimes that bread basket is like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. And the butter is right on there. And it's like, Mm -hmm. this is really worth it. And then Mm -hmm. you do it. But when it's like, eh, this is kind of fun. It sort of tastes stale. And I kind of, but out of habit, we eat it anyway. <laughs> like we sit there and we eat the bread basket because it's there and you're waiting for your food and, you know, da da da. So, you know, be discriminate, have a discriminate palate. I think that's yeah. such a great tip that you're, you know, you're, that you're getting at here that it's not worth it. That's what I've, I've done. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I call myself a chocolate snob. I'm a bread snob. I'm a, you know, call yourself a food snob. <laughs> And if mm-hmm. it's not worth it, don't do it. You know, you take one yeah. little bite and you go, you know, in that first bite, if it's going to be worth it or not. And if it's not worth it, if those tortilla chips are kind of, eh, eh, they're not the best or the salsa is not the best, then leave them. Don't touch yeah. them. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it's especially good um, to to make sure that you are eating with someone that you enjoy the company with so that you can have good conversation because the more conversation that you're having, the less that you're kind of stuffing in your mouth, you know? Exactly. And that's the thing is when you're sitting there waiting for the meal, that's when your hands are idle. And, you know, so yes, if you can have that great conversation, um, that's going to be, you know, really key. Um, you know, look at pictures from what you've done so far in your vacation. Like, find something to, you know, distract yourselves a little bit other than sitting there, you know, twirling your thumbs, staring at the bread basket. Or, again, 
once you tried it and you're like, eh, it's not good, ask the waitress to take mm-hmm. it away. You know, oh, we yeah. decided we don't want the bread. You can take it. Yeah. And see, and I've got to kind of readjust my thinking with that because my problem is that I don't eat a lot of bread at home. So when I'm going uh-huh. out, it's like, oh, it smells so good. <laughs> don't don't get don't go to to the, and, and get those uh, what is it, Cheddar Bay biscuits or whatever. Don't, oh, just, trouble. don't get don't get don't get the the <laughs> olive oil and with the seasoning and you start dipping uh-huh. and, and yeah. So yeah, I've got to kind of readjust my thinking about the whole bread thing when I'm out. Uh, I do relatively yep. well at home. But, you know, yep. I've gotten away from doing because I, I. Well, I, and that's the know. thing is, I mean, I don't know a single person that has a bread basket on their table at home, like that sits there with bread before the meal, <laughs> you know, and has three pieces of bread or three biscuits before they have dinner, you know, but yet yeah. it's the, the common practice, you know, when, when we're out. And again, those portions, you know, what you're about to get is going to be so big and if you've now filled your, you know, filled half your stomach with all this bread, you're not going to be able to enjoy the meal and, um, and all the flavors that are coming. You want to be nice and hungry still when, you know, the good stuff, the main entree is coming. But I, I, I think, too, we are getting pushed to do more, not necessarily bread, but more of those, I guess you could say, before meal types of things. like. Yeah. Or, or or snack type things. For example, the big thing now is a charcuterie board, uh-huh. right? <laughs> so yeah, that's a lot of um, meat and, and uh, uh, not just meat, cheese a lot, and, and a lot of times yeah. processed meat and cheese. Uh-huh. Sorry, I know you know the cheese is. <laughs> I know I can't talk against cheese with you. Uh, <laughs> 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 I know, I'm in Wisconsin right now. So, you yeah, know, know. <laughs> let's, let's be careful. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm I'm trying to be careful. Uh but uh yeah, oh, and, and I've grown to I I did not like cheese that much when I was growing up and now I you know, everything has to have cheese. I, I don't know when that happened. You know, I almost hate that part of the growing up. When, when like, you woke up with the deliciousness of cheese. <laughs> yeah. Real cheese no, so too. You, it's you like don't this, don't give yeah, I'm a cheese snob. Don't give me the box stuff. But, you know, stop feeding well, your see, children and that stuff. that's exactly – I love that. You have to be a snob about everything. And so yeah. let's go back to that charcuterie board. So if you want a charcuterie board, make it your meal and get a side of – you know, get a side salad or get a side of vegetables, you know, to mm-hmm. go with your charcuterie board. So, you know, yeah, instead of having all these things as appetizers in addition to – a full meal, or like if you and your husband can decide on, you know, an entree that you both really want and want to split it, um, you know, you could do the appetizer plus entree, you know, type thing. Um, so there's ways to, you know, still, I mean, I, yeah, I look at appetizer menus and I'm like, oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. I need to get that. But then I'm like, yeah, okay, well, if I'm going to get that, or, you know, who else at the table wants to share it with me kind of thing. Um, then how am I going to plan the rest of my meal? And I might not get the full entree with the sides with the da, da, da. So, you know, I might just get a side vegetable with this, whatever, you know, appetizer that I can't say no to. (laughs) Right. I I do that too. Sometimes it's like, okay, I don't, you know, I mean, you shouldn't force yourself. If there's not an entree that you really, really like and you really need those sides, but then you see, you know, okay, they have maybe, uh, 
the the braised or, or uh, roasted, let's say Brussels sprouts or whatever, or you get a stuffed mushroom or something like that, you know, uh, and you know, and probably none of that stuff is good. But anyway, if you're gonna get, you know, if you find stuff on the appetizer thing, then just get a couple of appetizers and skip, you know, the entree. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way to do it. Absolutely. We're going to take a, a quick break. We are here with Tara Collingwood. We are talking about trying to manage that diet while on vacation. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faith, we have been here for many grieving families. Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple, dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs, dedicated to serving our families. Hi, I'm Tim Garris. Uh, You may know me as Timmy G. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's been two decades, but I want you to know I'm back in the Arkansas. And I've got a mix of music that can help you relax and chill out. It's smooth. It's relaxing. It's chill out jazz. The soulful mix of smooth jazz, soul, and smooth R&B. So join me every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. to midnight, on K-Ham Radio. Are you chilling? Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks for joining us today. Happy Friday. Hope that you are planning a wonderful and safe weekend and make sure that if you are, you know, going out um, and, you know, going on vacation or whatever you're doing, that you are being conscientious about it, um, especially when it comes to your eating habits and physical activities, you know, especially stay stay as cool as possible. Don't exert yourself in the middle of a hundred and something uh, heat index day, you know. <laughs> Let's balance all that out. We're here with Diet Diva Tara, Tara Collingwood. And so, all right, give us some really sound tips. I, you know, we've been kind of talking around it, but let's let's just say, okay, I'm going away or I'm going to go, you know, hang out with friends that I haven't seen in a long time. They're coming in town. You know, how do we manage this whole um, eating thing? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think um, I think it just depends on how many events, like look forward to, okay, what do I have? You know, how long is my vacation? Is it a couple of days? Is it a week? How many different social activities do I have? When am I kind of on my own for meals? And when you're on your own, you know, halo over the head. <laughs> Try to be as, you know, diligent as possible, not skipping meals. We don't do that. We don't skip mm-hmm. meals in order to then, you know, pig out later. But, you know, having that, you know, salad or, you know, kind of healthier option, um, smaller portions, you know, those kinds of things when it's up to you. And then when you're, you know, in those situations where the social is going to be, you know, there, whether it's out to eat or whether it's, you know, at someone's house and there's a nice, you know, spread of food, um, you know, that's when you go, okay, let me look at, you know, what's there. 
let me see what's on the menu, you know, and, and kind of make your choices from there. And I think one of the biggest things that you can do is think about the how much. So, you know, it's the, it's the how much am I going to put in? So sometimes we don't have control. You know, when you're at someone's house and this is what is being served, you don't have control about the what. And you go, oh, right. there's a tithe. You know, that was all that was there. Well, you always, always have control about the how much. So if it's, you know, not the healthiest option, fine, great, enjoy it, enjoy every bite, slow down, slow down Mm -hmm. so that you can really enjoy every bite and savor that flavor and put your fork down between bites. And, you know, really focus on the relationship and the fun and the conversation and not make it just about the food. Enjoy the food. You know, I'm all about right. the first one to say, enjoy your food. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Food is, is there to be enjoyed, but it's not the only thing. And so when you can really focus on some of the other things that are going on, um, I think that can help a lot. You know, it's, it's the attitude around the food of, you know, okay, I'm going to enjoy some of this, but I don't want it to zap my energy. I don't want it to, you know, make me feel sick. I don't want it to make me feel guilty and then I'm in a bad mood. And so I'm going to do enough to enjoy and feel like, yeah, I'm on vacation and I've been able to take advantage of that and enjoy some things that I don't normally do. But I'm also going to be able to leave this vacation feeling good about how, I, you know, behaved and how I was able to, you know, think about what went into my body. Okay, so um, I want to go down the list on some foods uh, or uh, I guess categories of foods so that you can kind of help us kind of take a look and, and track stuff. All right, um, I, I want to talk about the ingestion of a particular food and then how long before I can expect to feel the impact. Okay. So we talked about alcohol. And so the, the expected impact, it should be noticeable how long under normal circumstances, we understand everybody's, you know, metabolism is different individually, but we're just talking generalizations right now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, women tend to metabolize alcohol actually a little bit differently than men. So um, so you may find the effect, you know, fairly quickly. And, and it also depends on, you know, your tolerance. I mean, I know if I haven't drank for a long time and then I mm-hmm. have even just a couple sips, I'm like, woo, I can, woo. I mean, not, I'm, I'm not wasted, but, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you can kind of feel it go into your head right away. Whereas other people who are used to drinking, you know, quite often might take two or three drinks before they really feel, you know, that effect. So, so yeah, I think it depends on your tolerance. It depends on the strength of the alcohol. You know, is it beer, wine, spirits? Um, you know, obviously distilled spirits um, are going to, you know, kind of be that stronger um, amount. And so a little bit goes a long way when it comes to okay. the, uh, the effect of the alcohol. But, yeah, alcohol, you're going to feel an effect, you know, pretty immediately, um, in terms of just kind of that, you know, heady feeling of, ooh, this is making me a little happy and relaxed. <laughs> so that, that okay. happens pretty, you know, pretty much within the first, you know, 10, 15 minutes or so. And then, you know, as you continue to put more in, of course, it's going to, you know, as you're, as you're doing it. Okay. Caffeine. And I know some people say, 
oh, caffeine doesn't bother me, um, and other people, you know, notice it. Um, yeah. What's okay? Why is that? First of all, why is it that caffeine? Um, is it that caffeine does affect some people and not affect others, or is it that some people notice it more than others, mm-hmm. uh, but it still affects them? Yeah, both. So we have um, a genetic predisposition to caffeine, and some people can tolerate very little caffeine. Some people can have three sets of three shots of espresso and go to bed. Um, we know that it has about a five-hour half-life, so that means that half of the caffeine is still in your in your body in your bloodstream. You know, five hours afterwards. So that's why we try from a sleep perspective. So caffeine is, you know, a stimulant. I mean, that's what it is. It's a stimulant. And so it, it stimulates your brain to be more awake. And so in terms of how quickly do you feel the effects, not as quickly as alcohol. I mean, you're not going to take one sip of coffee and go, ooh, I feel that going to my head. Um, but, you know, within probably 20, 30 minutes uh, after having, you know, that coffee or so, it might help to perk you up a little bit and, and you're starting to feel that effect in your, in your brain. Um, and again, it's not as strong as alcohol is going to be, but you can definitely feel that alertness. But just know that it is going to stay in your system for a long period of time. So rule of thumb is, you know, after about noon at the latest 2 p.m., depending on your bedtime, you know, you want to kind of cut off, off that caffeine, um, especially from very strong caffeine. So al- uh, coffee is going to be pretty much the strongest along with some of the energy drinks that have a lot of caffeine. You know, if you have a soda in the afternoon, you know, soft drinks don't have that much caffeine. They have a little. Um, but, you know, and, and tea, depending on how strongly it's brewed, an iced tea is usually pretty watered down. So I don't worry as much about the soft drinks and the tea as I do the, definitely the coffee or the energy drinks in terms of the amount of caffeine and, and the effect. So like that after-dinner cappuccino with dessert is really not a good idea at all. Not a good idea. <laughs> Try to get a decaf or that espresso <laughs> martini <laughs> that might have a shot of espresso in the martini. Yeah, that's going to oh, potentially wow. keep you up. Yeah. Well, fortunately, I do try to do decaf, so that's that's good. Good. So, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, most restaurants have decaf coffee. Yeah. So refined sugar. So, um, yeah, refined sugar. So, again, it is going to get into your system pretty quickly, Um, you know, when, especially in a liquid form. So, you know, soft drinks um, and uh, and things that are going to be in the liquid form, sweet tea, those kinds of things can get into your system um, pretty quickly. And, but again, you're not going to like feel like you're jumping off the walls. It's just, will help perk you up. Now, if you're uh, a diabetic and you're shaking a little bit because you've got low blood sugar, you could feel the effect of that. But that's, you know, a little bit different symptomatic than just normal people who are non-diabetic and, you know, drinking a soda. They're not going to, you know, all of a sudden necessarily feel much differently. Um, But, you know, it can raise your blood sugar for, you know, a couple hours afterwards. So if you do have a glucose monitor or, you know, if you are diabetic and you're testing your blood sugars or something, you might feel the effects of that or see the effects of that. Um, But, you know, the symptoms in terms of how we feel aren't quite as strong. 
as alcohol and caffeine when it comes to, you know, being the stimulant or, you know, the, the effects of alcohol as much as, um, as just some simple sugar. Okay, so I know there are other things that we could probably also talk about. I know we're running out of time, uh, lactose, uh, gluten, all of those types of things, and, and it just depends on, you know, you, you probably should get just tested to see, you know, what your food sensitivities are so that you know what yeah. to watch out for. Um, and then also we were talking about tracking. So at one point in time I, I was using MyFitnessPal, um, which yeah. I, I thought worked pretty well. Um, do you recommend it or are there others that, that work well or better? Yeah, I love my fitness pal. I mean, they're definitely the leader in terms of, um, you know, the, the ease of logging things, the calories, the carbs, the protein, the fat, you know, all of those things are so easy to see. Um, you know, the, the number one thing is you got to log it though. (laughs) I mean, I know that's obvious. Um, but, you know, it doesn't just magically happen, and you have to be very diligent about logging it as the day goes on, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you forget that, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of fries you stole from your kid's plate, or that, yeah. you know, candy jar that you passed and had a couple, you know, whatever. I mean, there's a ton of stuff that we that we put into our mouths throughout the day that isn't necessarily sitting down to a meal on a plate. And so that those so are the, the things that I encourage people to try to, you know, log as you're doing it or when you're cooking and we, you know, sample this or that, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff can add up, you know, 100, 200, 300 calories a day that we don't realize, you know, we're not quote unquote counting it because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't on a plate. It wasn't part of my meal, but it, it adds up. And so, you know, that I encourage people to, you know, that's the biggest thing with logging is, not knowing the portions. Um, so, you know, again, when you're eating out, it's like, I don't know, is this a half a cup of rice? Is it a full cup of rice? Is it, you know, I don't know what's in these mashed potatoes and, you know, that kind of thing. So you do the best you can. It's not, it's not a controlled, you know, research study, um, but you do the best you can. And, and that's the thing is it's not, you're not doing it as much for accuracy as you are for awareness. And so just being aware of, oh, that's a lot of potatoes or trying to look at those potatoes or the size of that steak or chicken or whatever, you know, when you're logging it and you're trying to estimate how big that is, now you're looking at it differently as, ooh, okay, you know, how much is this as I'm, as I'm logging it in there? So, ma'am, um, how do we reach you when you're, when you're not on vacation? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to we don't um, yeah. want to disturb so, you on I mean, vacation. my website yeah yeah my website dietdiva.net um all my contact information is there and social i'm at diet diva tara um on instagram and and all that so um so yeah would love to uh to connect thanks so much for taking this time out and, and and please enjoy yourself and well wishes to you and your family while you you are uh, take this time thanks so much all right great to talk with you we'll talk next month yes ma'am take care be well and okay, thank you, you all too. for listening and um next week like i said we have uh we have chef uh george ashford on we have uh, Burton Kelso for Tech uh, Thursday, and then Robert Bowden on for Friday in the Garden. We're also um, hoping to get the mayor of Eatonville on. We're going to talk about all the stuff that's been going on 
over there. So, uh, you know, working on that and some other things for you. So, and if you have ideas, shows that you want us to do, um, you know, topics you want us to address, please, you know, message me on the G's Power Hour Facebook page. Thank you and have a wonderful weekend. This has been G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. Be well, be safe, be blessed, be cool. Uh, no heat strokes, please. No one. Be smart. And please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care. <laughs>